The Nemeth Narratives is a collection of stories infused with delightful and insightful thoughts, punctuated with side trips to the fear and anxiety that often challenges many of us in moving forward towards our goals, our dreams, our successes. This is a collection of stories narrated by the authors that take us through their personal journeys intermingled with the roller coaster ride of emotions. For some, it's the first time they've shared, and it started with one thought everyone has a story. Our collection of stories began as the participants coast their creativity out over plates of comforting Filipino food. Through the sounds of joyful sharing, Alicia, that's me, Emma and Benito explained the concept of using community-friendly platform, a podcast, so that this group of younger generation artists and creatives in San Diego could share their journeys of hope. It was not an easy process. It took several months of self-exploration and intuitive storytelling by each of our subjects before they each settled on a topic and allowed themselves to hear their own voice and share them with us, the audience. The culmination of self and group growth led us to our first collaboration, The Nemeth Narratives. We thank and honor our storytellers for allowing us to accompany them on their journey. And the following artists are Adrian Pangilinan, Elixis Julio, Isabel Adamos, Jessica Mercado, Kayla Gelang, Marian Aguas, Marisa Rojas, Martha Gators, Pauline Scully, Seth Dasho, and Trixie Aguiao. The Nemeth Narratives is funded by the Alexander and Eva Nemeth Foundation and done in partnership with the San Diego Filipino Cinema, a San Diego-based nonprofit. The project is led by the wonderful Alicia De Leon Torres, a creative writer and the deputy director at the Nemeth Foundation, Emma Francisco Bautista, an award-winning independent film producer, and me, Benita Bautista, an independent film director. My name is Martha Gators, and I'm a Phil-Am filmmaker from San Diego, California. I was deeply proud of my Filipino roots at a very young age. I'd ask my parents to teach me Ilocano and beg for us to visit the Philippines. But the older I got, the further I drifted from that identity. Some years into adulthood, I realized how much the world around me impacted my sense of self-worth and how much that was tied to being Filipino-American. This episode of Nemeth Narratives contains a series of letters to my younger self at pivotal moments throughout my life as I embark on a journey of rediscovery, healing, and self-love. This is Love, Martha. 13. Dear Martha, how are you? It's strange talking to you like this. Talking to me? I should explain. I'm you in the future. Nearly 20 years into the future, to be exact. Don't believe me? Well, I don't blame you. I wouldn't either. But I can prove it. 
Okay, so do you remember that time Mr. Goff confiscated the note you passed to Rachel that said who you like, and then, and then, he went and stapled it onto the wall for everyone to see? Because I sure as hell remember how freaking terrifying it was like it was yesterday. My heart rate is spiking just thinking about it. The good news is it was written in code. The bad news, it's an easily decipherable one. Not to mention, this boy's in the same class and already knows full well about your crush on him. But the whole class did not need to find out. You did the right thing by snatching it back as soon as the bell rang. My goodness, that was stressful. Anyway, you're probably wondering why I'm writing to you. It kind of sort of has a little to do with that note, actually. Or rather, who it was about. That's right, 38. (laughs) See, I told you it was me. But don't freak out. Just consider me a friend passing through. I'm trying to recall where it all happened with us. By that, I mean the moment you realized you were brown, and then the moment you started to wish you weren't. There was definitely a part of you, well, us, that noticed it early on. Our parents are both Filipino, but mom is light-skinned, and you two were practically attached at the hip as a child. The Barbies you played with were white, except for that Princess Jasmine one. All those romantic comedies you love so much only star white actors. And if I remember correctly, (laughs) who am I kidding? Of course I remember. Our Mr. 38 there has a bit of a track record of only dating white girls. Which is funny because he's not even white. It sucks to feel so strongly about someone, but discouraged that they probably won't ever like you back because you don't look like the other people they've gone out with. I'm sure you have several questions at this point. 20 years is a lot of ground to cover. But worry not, we'll meet again soon enough. Some of those questions will be answered along the way, but in order to do that, this is where I must leave you for now. You see, I have a few more letters to write. I really do hate to leave you hanging like this because middle school is a weird-ass time. I don't want to say too much, though. It's not my job to change what was already destined to be. Most importantly, I just want to say that I love you. I know you don't hear that enough from yourself, so I'm telling you now. Someday you'll understand. All right, gotta go, TTYL. Love, Martha. Five. Hey, little one. Wow, five years old. That's a whole hand. I need more than all my fingers and my toes to tell you how old we are now. You know that bell dress you wore for Halloween at the school carnival? You did your hair just like her, too. It's a great costume, huh? I loved that dress so much. I know what bothers you about it, though, and I want you to know. It's okay that you have darker skin and hair than Belle does. Would you believe me if I told you that here in the future, a half-Filipino singer is going to play Belle on live TV? It'll be a while before you get to see it, but I had to write and tell you about it because I simply cannot keep all this excitement to myself. And you were the first person I thought of to share it with. Hmm. Feels like a lot of people have talked about how dark you are, doesn't it? All the great aunties, family, friends, other folks I think we're related to, but I'm not entirely sure. They all keep drawing attention to it, and they seem to say, wow, she's so dark, almost like it's a bad thing. Which I know gets confusing when they also insist that you're the number one most beautiful girl in the room. 
It won't be too much longer before you realize the sun makes you darker. But I'm so glad that it won't stop you from playing in the pool, or at the beach, or the park, or in the awesome cul-de-sac you'll grow up in. You'll still be a kid who loves to play outside, thank goodness. I love you. Try not to grow up too fast. Love, Martha. 8. Hi, Martha. It's almost time for the third grade talent show. I was thinking about that meltdown at school when your friends insisted you play Scary Spice in the dance performance. I know what you want, what you really, really want, (laughs) is to be Sporty Spice. It's not too helpful to say everything will be okay when everyone keeps telling you you're overreacting. Screaming and crying on the playground might not have been the best move, just being honest with you. I am you, after all. One day you'll learn that none of this was your fault. It was perfectly alright to feel upset. You know what else I've learned since then, though? It wasn't your friend's fault, either. In their minds, it made the most sense to have you play the Spice Girl who looks most similar to you. The adults in our life probably meant no harm when they tried to teach us to not see color, but this was obviously one of those moments when your friends saw color. I wish I could say it would be the last. If I may offer any consolation as future you, I can confirm that when you grow up, the talent show will be one of your fondest memories from elementary school, despite this bad one leading up to it. You're their friend, and they want to do the talent show with you. Plus, Mel B is definitely the coolest Spice Girl. So, have fun and dance your heart out. I'll catch you later. Love, Martha. 16. Martha, Martha, Martha. You're a little over halfway through high school now, and the last thing you need is a reminder that it is full of ups and downs. Welcome to the rest of your life. It's going to be like this forever. Sorry, that isn't meant to be scary. What I actually mean to say is, for every hardship you face, there will be a lot more joy waiting on the other side of it. You may be itching to get the hell out of high school, but don't forget to cherish the gift of being young and looking forward to a life full of possibilities. At this point, it's a bit impossible to shake the feeling of being dealt a bad hand like nothing is to your advantage in this world. Female, brown, not to mention left-handed. I remember all too well that inner conflict of loving the heritage you come from, yet at the same time wanting to erase the physical traces of it from your appearance. If I couldn't be born with blonde hair and blue eyes, why couldn't I have at least been light-skinned? If I have to be this dark, why didn't mom and dad raise me to speak Ilocano? That way I could look and be the part, especially with a very non-Filipino last name like Gators. How can you not help but feel like a fish out of water among all your classmates who are part of the same culture? It's like the only thing you really have in common are going to family gatherings to consume your weight in lumpia and pancit. Not that there's anything wrong with that, it's the best. But there should be more to it than that, right? And then there's the jokes. Being the easy target cuts deep. It's just your luck that you happen to be the darkest one in your Filipino band nerd friend group. Nicknaming you black, escalating to reductive, harmful stereotypes you'd never even heard of until they were pinned on you. You're not crazy, and you're not being too sensitive. They took it too far. 
It's disappointing they don't see it that way, more so because we've been taught that such things are justifiable when it's all in good fun. At some point, though, enough is enough. It's an unfortunate, deep-seated side effect of that pesky Spanish colonization, I'm afraid. But like the talent show thing, you have to face the hard truth that they're not completely to blame. One does not simply dismantle over 300 years of Eurocentric influence overnight. What I need you to know is that your experience is valid. You're not any less Filipino for only speaking English, or not knowing what a balikbayan box is, or having an American last name. The amount of melanin in your skin does not determine your worth, and neither do the opinions of others. You are deserving of the love and the life you dream of having, even as your dreams change and evolve with you. I'm proud of you, and I'm rooting for you. Love, Martha. 25. Martha! Greetings from... Dun-dun-dun! Our 30s! (laughs) You know, people don't talk about it enough, but it is liberating. In case you're wondering... I know this, you're totally wondering. I don't have the dream job, the large but cozy house, or the husband and kids you once thought for sure we'd have by age 30. (laughs) No, I'm going to rip the band-aid clean off and tell you that when you get here in the next few years, you will have none of that, and you will very much still be trying to figure shit out. That's not a bad thing. The truth is, there are a million and one past versions of myself that could use a letter including the person I was yesterday. If there is one thing I'm actually certain of at this stage of adulthood, it's that I am prouder than ever of my brownness. Great news? Where you are right now is about the time it finally starts to happen. Only took a quarter of a century, am I right? The journey of fiercely loving every part of yourself and loving the process of becoming a better person is just beginning. Much of that will involve working extra hard on the days you don't feel like you're good enough. Brace yourself, because there will be a lot of them. We've come a long way from wearing hoodies and pants in the summer, hiding indoors, and ultimately missing out on fun, all in an attempt to avoid getting darker. I wish we had been surrounded by more adults and peers who didn't perpetuate all of those negative connotations about being brown. To give them the benefit of the doubt, perhaps some of that is rooted in concern over the fact that the world's systems were not built to benefit those with a darker complexion. But how else do we expect to break the cycle of our cultural tendencies toward colorism if we aren't teaching the next generation to fully love themselves? Surely you're noticing by now that when people idealize racially ambiguous features, what they really mean is white plus something else. Tan, but not dark. Sure, those features are gorgeous, and so are mine. You, Martha Gators, are beautiful, intelligent, and worthy. Your skin, your heritage, the rich history in your name, that's our superpower. You have a story to tell, and there's a whole world out there waiting to hear it. All you have to do is bet on yourself. Of course, it's easier said than done. This journey is ongoing. It still takes work to look in the mirror every day and love who I see. It's 
nice when a friend or relative compliments my appearance, but at the end of the day, it doesn't mean a goddamn thing until I can say it to myself and believe it myself. We'll have to keep revisiting those younger versions of us several more times in order to continue healing from the lies we bought into for so long. Speaking of, I've got one last letter to write, and I have a strong feeling you know who it's going to be for. See you soon. Love, Martha. 18. My dearest Martha, I write this to you on a gloriously hot and humid day from Mama's house here on beautiful Kauai. Paradise is an understatement. It's heaven. Beach every day, watching sunrises over the water, coastal bike rides, going on hikes and enjoying it. Who are we? You've been here loads of times before, but not like this. This time is different. Our skin is the brownest it's been since high school. While the trip I just described to you doesn't sound like your cup of tea, believe it or not, getting darker will be one of your favorite parts about this visit. All that melanin is simply evidence of us living our best life, playing carefree in the sun with people we love. I know as a newly minted adult that the connection to our heritage is hanging by a thread or perhaps even severed. You tolerated a lot of unacceptable behavior from people in our own culture for the sake of keeping the peace. I mean, that's just what we've been taught to do our whole lives. You did your best with what you knew. The summer after graduation should have been amazing. Having a debut was supposed to help you feel more immersed in the culture, but the weird drama that transpired over planning it ended up tearing you away instead. Falling out with the only solid group of Filipino friends you had and thought would be in your life forever is a shitty thing to go through. On top of that, the guy you could have sworn you were in love with pulled the rug out from under you by dating your friend. And the devastation doesn't even stop there. It's a lot. Let yourself grieve. And when you're ready, I promise you'll find your way back again. The pain of all that loss will dissipate, and in lieu of an apology, you'll just have to trust that as time goes on, the people who let you down will grow from it and learn to do better. You'll learn to do better, too. One day, you will eventually be part of a healthy community, a chosen family who celebrate all of our unique and shared experiences about what it means to be Filipino-American, including our brownness. You will bask in every part of what makes you, you. It'll be a tough road, but keep going. You are going to love it here, in your own skin. And I can't wait for you to arrive. With all my love, Martha. <laughs>